Good morning to uh, Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. Today is October 10th, and we're continuing to take the nectar from the Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto. But before we do, we always like to sing Jayaradamadava. And the deities are looking absolutely gorgeous this morning. Jayaradhamadhava Kunjabihari Jayaradhamadhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Kirivara Dari Yashoda Nandana Braja Chadaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Braja Chadaranjanan Yamuna Vanachari Yamuna Tiravanachari Rebo Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Braja Chadaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Braja Chadaranjanan Yamuna Tiravanachari Yamuna Tiravanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Radha Kalachanji Radha Kalachanji Radhe Jaya Radha Kalachanji Radha Kalachanji Radhe Jaya 
jaya jaya jagannath 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 jaya jaya jagannath jaya jaya baladev 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 jaya jaya baladev jaya jaya subhadra 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 jaya jaya subhadra jaya jaya gonitai 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 jaya jaya gonitai nitai goro haribo 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 nitai goro haribo nitai goro haribo 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 nitai goro haribo Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai uh, Today we're covering Canto 1, Chapter 2, Text 32 in the Srimad Bhagavatam and it is div- is it the, yes, divinity and divine services. But before we delve in to the scriptures, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Yatha Hayavahitovaniya Vahitovaniya Darusnika Swayonashu Nanevabhativishvadma Bhuteshu chatatapumam Yataha vahito vanya Darusheka swayonashi Naneva bhativiswatma Bhuteshu chatatapumam Yataha avahito vanya Darusrika Swayonashu Naneva Bhativi Swatma Bhuteshu Chatatapumam Yatahivatito Vanya Dureshwaka Swayonashu Naneva Bhattivishvatma Bhuteshu Chattatapumam Yatahavito Bhattnir Darushika Swayonashu Naneva Bhattivishvatma Udeshu Chatatapumam. Okay, so we will do word for word. 
Yata. As much as. Eh? Exactly like. Abahita. Surcharged with. Vani. Fire. Darushu. In wood. Eka. One. Swayonashu. The source of manifestation. Nana Eva. Like different entities. Bhati. Illuminates. Viswaatma. The Lord is Paramatma. Bhuteshu. In the living entities. Cha. And. Tata. In the same way. Pumam. The absolute person. And the translation here is the Lord as super soul pervades all things just as fire permeates wood and so he appears to be of many varieties though he is the absolute one without a second. Again, the Lord is super soul, pervades all things. Just as fire permeates wood, and so he appears to be of many varieties, though he is the absolute one without a second. Purport, Lord Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by one of his plenary parts, expands himself all over the material world, and his existence can be perceived even within the atomic energy. Matter, antimatter, protons, neutrons, etc., are all different effects of the Paramatma feature of the Lord. As from wood, fire can be manifested, or as butter can be churned out of milk, so also the presence of the Lord as Paramatma can be felt by the process of legitimate hearing and chanting of the transcendental subjects, which are especially treated in the Vedic literatures like the Upanishads and Vedanta. Srimad Bhagavatam is the bona fide explanation of these Vedic literatures. The Lord can be realized through the oral reception of the transcendental message and that is why, that is the only way to experience the transcendental subject. As fire is kindled from wood by another fire, the divine consciousness of man can similarly be kindled by another divine grace. His divine grace, the spiritual master, can kindle the spiritual fire from the wood-like living entities by imparting proper spiritual messages injected through the receptive Here, therefore, one is required to approach the proper spiritual master with receptive ears only, and thus divine existence is gradually realized. The difference between animality and humanity lies in this process. A human being can hear properly, whereas an animal cannot. Namo Vishnu Bhadaya, Krishna Vishnu Bhadaya, Shri Madhya Bhakti Tirtha Swami Tirtha.
Namaste, Krishna I always say, well, I try to say most of the time, when I come into the temple, or if I'm anywhere where the Maha Mantra is being sung with enthusiasm, with, oh, what are some of the other characteristics? Just total detachment from the material environment, from surrendered souls. That is, to me, personally, as good as hearing the scriptures, like this morning. Uh, I'm listening, and I, I was in here not even five minutes. Not even five minutes, and all of a sudden it's like, you're automatically lifted up by the sincerity of the singing from the heart. And it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible not to feel anything in this temple room with, of course, the presiding lordship on the altar, with the pictures that are surrounding us, and with the energy that has been manifested in this temple. Sometimes I think, like, what is the purpose of me going through and reading the scripture because it's already been done. I felt it already. And I think back about um, the first time that I came around devotees and of course, the old story is, is a, a relative of mine gives me the um, Bhagavad Gita. And I think it was in either the Bhagavad Gita or the Srimad Bhagavatam. You had all these different entities. You had, um, you had a man, a woman, a dog, a cow, a bird. And inside each one of them, you could see the picture of the Paramatma. And it really didn't make any sense to me because... I'm just coming into this, so I'm very new uh, to the concept or to the idea that Krishna is Paramatma in the heart. And I didn't, For I guess I was fortunate I had to be blessed because at that point it was very easy to walk right out of the temple because it didn't make any sense. But we're fortunate here to be able to come, especially on Sundays and during special events, where if we have those types of um, hesitating moments, we can discuss it with someone. Or Krishna sends a devotee to answer a question um, as our inquiring faces are looking around like, what is going on? But I guess because I was so curious, and I, I've always been like that as a child, I always wanted to know what, why, when, where, Wherefore art thou? Always, always. And in that way, a lot of us have been blessed to be able to come across devotees, to be born in devotee families, to be taught as a child the instructions of devotional service, who Krishna is, what your purpose is, why you're here, and what you need to do to get out of this world. And if in all of us really take time and think about how very grateful we should be, how very fortunate we are, that we understand why we're here, that we are fortunate enough to get the oral reception of Krishna through kirtan, through chanting, through hearing, through reading. And if you're sincere, really sincere about it, and sometimes you can just be innocent, very innocent, and you can still pick up the vibrations. Just like Narayana, Narayana, 
um, whose mother was the maidservant of um, sages, he was surrounded by these the sages. And fortunately, of course, they were pure souls. And he would take the Mahaprasadam. And from that, he had that connection of Krishna. He had that reception, that contact with Krishna, that his being around his mother who was around the maids, whose mother was around the sages, he got that association of the sages, hearing from them, and that was as good as hearing and seeing the Lord. And I guess that's one of the reasons why it's stressed in the scriptures in many different ways, in many different uh, leelas and pastimes. If you're really reading, it gives you an idea of how important it is to take notice of who you surround yourself with. Uh, because like what, what is the old saying? You are what you eat. You are who you associate with. And I just may overdo that, um, that thought process. I may say it many, many times, but I now know how important it is to have the association of like-minded souls who are on a similar path who can be so sincere and in some instances sincere and pure that they're so connected with the Lord that just my being around them, it vibrates the atmosphere. Such as when we have a special personality that comes in and not only on Sundays and not only on special uh, occasions, but one of our huge occasions is the um, it was a 50-hour kirtan at the end of the year. So many personalities are coming, come into the temple. And you can listen to them. And some people are hearing them for the first time. Those that are in the restaurant standing outside. And they can't help but look inside. And see what is going on because they felt something maybe that they've never felt before. But it feels very special. And what happens sometimes is that during the process of the 50-hour kirtan, some of those very individuals come in. We should always make it our responsibility to sincerely follow let me put this right properly so that we're not trying to imitate the acharyas, but to follow the instructions of the acharyas. Their, their sincerity in spreading Krishna consciousness, their very step, their very movement, constantly in the mood of Krishna, because that trans, by transcendence is how we connect with Krishna through the sound vibrations and the sound vibrations can be verbally they can be sung they can be felt through the association sound, hearing chanting, feeling that is why it is so important extremely important that when you're really serious about Krishna consciousness that you start considering taking a spiritual master. Yes, the Parampara, Srila Prabhupada, has left many, many books. And yes, the nectar, the essence of Krishna consciousness is the, it's in the books, but you need a one-on-one with with another soul, a realized soul, who can help you break this down and to understand. Because if you don't come wanting something or hungering for something other than what you have, that's of a higher nature, then 
you really won't be qualified to hear the the transcendental sound vibrations, the lesson from the scriptures. It will not connect. Sometimes you can hear words, and they'll hit you right in the heart, and you go, hmm. And generally, when a person does that, it's like, ah, I understand that. I got it. And it kind of breaks you down. It's like breaking down a wall, and it softens you up to the point where you're very mm, flexible. I'm looking for another word, but it's very easy to now open up your mind and your heart to hearing about Krishna. And I think of all the times that people come to temples and even go to the doms. I, um, I, I met someone in New York who was, I thought she was really on her toes. She was highly enlightened until she began to tell me. I went to Vrindavan and I felt nothing. I got, I thought, oh my gosh, a chance of a lifetime. Many people are trying to go to the dom. And depending on the mood that you go to the doms in, you may get something or you may not. It's a really good test. But with some of us, it's like the only chance um, in a lifetime that you are in an area where Krishna consciousness is even more honored than other places. Not that it's not respected and honored in the United States, but in the East, the sincerity is more. Probably because prior to all this technology, they didn't have a lot of TVs and and, um, internet, and it was like a foundation for them to be raised in a family where they understood there is someone greater than you and you need to know who he is. And it's so highly respected, the energy that just bounces off of the residents of the Holy Doms uh, in most occasions where you're walking and it's almost like you're skipping because People are so into connecting and feeling Krishna consciousness. You don't have to go to the Dham, not Mayapur, Vrindavan, Jagannath Puri. It's nice to be there, but we you can have that same energy in your home and in the temples, depending on your level of sincerity. So what I was reading yesterday reminded me of how my spiritual master reminded me, as his spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, reminding them that we should constantly put mirrors up to our faces and check yourself out. Are you the same person that you were a month ago? Have you made any progress? Have you grown at all? We should constantly be doing a check. Monthly? Well, let's go back with weekly, monthly, semi-annually, annually. Anytime our spiritual master is on the planet and we see them from time to time, each time you see them, there should be some change that is manifested in your consciousness. If it has not, then something's wrong. Go back to the scientific process and see what it is that you're doing. But the rewarding part about following the process and being able to feel, hear, associate, with like-minded individuals who are attached to Krishna, to the holy name, the nice part about that is that you learn to love 
and connect with Krishna even more. Some people, it may take a year. Some people, it may take immediately. They become Krishna conscious. I wasn't one of them. It took a long time. Everything has to be just so. It doesn't mean that it never happens, but it means you have to take control because you've been given free will of your life and decide. Okay, this life out there in the material world, full of sensuality, full of different pleasures, is that what I want? And then you realize that that life has never, ever satisfied anyone. In the limelight, you can see historically, in most cases, the richer you are, the more miserable you are. And I never thought there would come a time when I would have an opportunity, and many of you have probably had the opportunity, to have more money, more Lakshmi, and depending on how situated you were in Krishna consciousness, to turn it down. I am no better than anyone else that's sitting out here and that's listening. However, I understood the importance of higher spiritual knowledge, and I realized that I would get something permanent, more permanent, from that association with Krishna-like devotees as opposed to having material things, houses, house, cars, clothing, luxurious. They used to really, really get to me. It's like I wanted this. My favorite car was the Jaguar, the Jaguar. And I that that would be my desire. It's like, yes, I have really arrived when I have the Jaguar. Now, today, I can look at it and think, it's a car. It does the same thing as a um, Saturn does. It does the same thing as any other car of lesser value can do. It's all in the appearance. What we do not realize is that the appearance of Krishna can be available depending on where we're looking and what we're hearing and what we're seeing and where we are and who we're associating with. Yes, there will come a time where there, maybe in um, in your lifetime, Shakshi, um, maybe in your children's lifetime. Tell your mom, don't don't get excited. I'm just talking about the future. But in your the lifetimes down the road where you may not have an opulent dom or an opulent temple to go to, which is why it is important to set up a temple in your home according to what you can put together. You can just have a picture of Krishna and you're aspiring, you know, the guru that you're aspiring for, and maybe some flowers or something, but we have to be in the mood that no matter where we are, we can feel the our attachment with Krishna. Because the world is moving so quickly that you go to sleep one night and you wake up the next, and it's like, what happened? And you're bombarded with all types of news. Most of it is negative, but it all serves a purpose. And that's that. That's another story. But the point is, no matter where we are, what we're doing or what we're hearing, we should constantly be in the mode of an individual who is looking for the association or that has the association of Krishna. Because when you put Krishna in the center of your life and you make everything else work around it and you're sincere about it and you're surrendered, then it's almost difficult not to establish that wonderful connection 
that we are all supposed to have, that we have had many millenniums ago. We actually are in the spiritual plane, but our bodies are covered with the material contamination of this world. We are eternally connected with Krishna. Sometimes we have to be dusted off, rinsed off by chanting the Maha Mantra, dancing in Kirtan to actually feel, gosh, I feel really comfortable here. I'm feeling really connected. It's like, it's almost, it's almost as if your heart is connecting with the Lord, Lordships on the altar. You have a connection. What is most difficult for most of us is that word surrender. Because in the material world, it means you're letting yourself go and you're letting somebody else take control. Well, you're here in the material world because you wanted to take control and you wanted to be like God. So like a loving father, parent, they gave you the opportunity to do it as much as it pains the Lord to see us go through what we go through on this earth. It pains him. We don't understand that our father is the supreme personality, the Godhead, the one and only, the beginning, the middle, the end. There is nothing that comes before, nothing after, Our Father has everything we need. But we have to rise above the level of just wanting and making our relationships like business relationships. And that's another thing that devotional service helps you with because, yes, devotional service connects you on the path of Krishna consciousness But it also teaches us in many relationships that it is better to lose yourself and then you're going to gain something from it. And when I say lose yourself, it's like, don't be afraid to, well, be wise enough, first of all, get a good foundation, but be wise enough to know who to surrender to who to associate with, who to share whatever it is you need to share with and make it in such a way that it's not a business deal. I give you, you give me. That's not a relationship that we want with anyone, with a significant other, with a partner, with a husband, wife. That's not a relationship you want and it certainly is not the relationship that we want with Krishna. He is not sitting in some kiosk somewhere and taking orders. And that's the way some individuals approach the Lord. It is it is a known fact. Anything and everything you could possibly want, ask the Lord. And in most cases, you don't have to ask for anything. He already knows your heart. He already knows the next step you're going to take. He already knows that the steps you took in previous lives. He knows everything. Everything about us. We don't want a business relationship with the Lord. We want a loving exchange. And an exchange in such a way that You're exchanging, you're giving of yourself, and if something comes back, fine. If not, fine. But I don't know of anyone, personally, that's ever sincerely given of themselves to the Lord and to the process of devotional service and not gotten back way more than you even anticipated. God, the Lord, Krishna, The family that we have in Krishna Loka, in in the spiritual world, in the highest spiritual world, 
are in more pain for us to see us than we realize. And when you discover that the path to understanding all of that is by serving a servant of the Lord or a servant of the servant of the Lord, and you seriously put your head, just put your head down and just do whatever service is necessary, hear the Maha Mantra, hear the transcendental sound, you will accidentally, you can accidentally become a devotee. You can accidentally love Krishna. But in getting back to uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, in every single canto, every single canto, what you're hearing is you're in this material world, Your purpose is to come back home or find a pathway back home to your real home. And it will happen eventually. But on along the way, shake off the dust of this material world. Take to devotional service that will lead you on the path. If not this lifetime, the next lifetime. Because trust me, if you're sitting here and you've done an itty-bitty ounce of devotional service and you've come back again, Krishna does not forget that. And he doesn't let you go ever. Even if you think you're not with him, you are with him. But nothing is lost in the association of Krishna, in the association of surrendered seriously surrendered devotee, those that have made it their business to serve the Lord. Because that is our purpose in serving. He's not supposed to serve us. We're to serve him. When you do that, you don't need to ask for anything. The sky's the limit. The Lord knows you. But it does not hurt to pray. It does not hurt to pray at all. But narrowing back down to the... Text that we're reading again. Text 32. The Lord as super soul pervades all things just as fire permeates wood and so he appears to be of many varieties. Though he is the absolute one without a second. So we'll end at this point. Um, any practical uh, ideas on how to maintain your sincerity? Because they're going to be there are going to be hiccups. They're going to be bumps along the road for devotees. Because first of all, you're taking a rare path. Many people will come uh, to Krishna consciousness to hang out, to look around, but very few will stay to stay on the path. And that is why, basically, what I would say I used, and I know that it's uh, written in a, probably a different way in the scriptures, is that with a little, even a little bit of determination, I would make it a point to at least chant. Starting out, it was maybe one round, maybe reading one or two lines or a paragraph in a book. But those things I would do alone sometimes, And then I would find myself in the company of people that had no idea as to what I was doing, which is why I made sure I developed a circle of friends. And your circle can even start with home. And in some homes, the 
I know when I was being raised, I, I, I can't fault my parents for what they, they did put down the foundation. But find a circle of people, devotees, because everybody in their heart is a devotee based on how they're sincerely following the Lord's um, guidelines. Find the right association, even if you go off uh, and you're away from the community for a while. You take along your Joppa beads. You take along a book, a phone, so you can connect with your friends, the Internet. And even if you can't do that, just read a little bit. Just chant a little bit and keep it consistent, even if it's a little bit every day. And then you pray to Krishna to help you in your situation where Krishna, I'm not really feeling enlivened like I did the last time I was at the temple. Please help me feel that connection again. And Krishna hears a sincere heart. And before you even realize it, things are set into work, set into play in such a way that you have the groundwork, the necessary affiliation, even the necessary feeling of a connection with the holy name, with Krishna. And you realize that whatever minute effort you have to make or take in staying connected to that transcendental energy, that sound, whatever effort you have to make is worth it. It's worth more than anything you've ever been through in your lifetime. It's better than anything. And you just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Keep chanting. Keep reading. Hear the Maha Mantra. Reach out to somebody else that's on the same path that you're on. And keep that flowing. Keep it going. And eventually, you'll feel Krishna stepped into my life. And gosh, this feels like nothing I've ever felt before. And I don't want to lose it. But it's something that you have to keep working on. You know, you... You're able to, I mean, with your studies, get up early in the morning, meditate, best time in the morning, uh, the Brahma Mohite, early in the morning. Even if you get up and chant one round, wherever you are, even if you read a little bit of some scripture, early in the morning, and if it comes to the point where you read it in the afternoon or at night, just do it. And it will become a part of you. It will become a habit. And you will find eventually that it's not so difficult after all to feel connected the way you want to be connected with Krishna, to have that feeling, that spiritual spirituality flowing through you because it's there. It's just all covered. And anybody can have it. Anybody can get it, but it takes dedication. It takes commitment, the same commitment that you would give to your studies, to taking care of your mind and your body, that same commitment you have to give back to yourself to feel that eternal and natural connection with Krishna, with that energy that flows through Krishna, consciousness. You just have to keep doing it, even if you don't feel the results the first time or the second time, and you felt it before, but you're having some difficulty. Remember what it was that you did before. If it's the association of friends, shake them off. Sometimes we do best without anybody around us. Because ultimately we are never alone. Krishna is always with us. Krishna will send someone to be around you, to be with you, to help you along the path. 
But we have to make the effort. And if it starts with chanting, let it start with chanting. It starts with adding, reading. Listen to the lectures on the Internet. Initially, I said I, I, I was not too fond of the Internet, but it has its pros. It has, if, you, if it's used properly, it has its benefits. So is there, is, do you remember what you did before that kept you so connected with that feeling of, you know, being a devotee, being in the energy of enlivened souls? Do you remember what, what did you used to do before? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Sometimes if you're not feeling it, you, you kind of stand offish with, with other people. But that's why we have to keep pushing ourselves. You keep motivating yourselves, even when you don't feel it. Even when it's, I, I don't feel like doing this. I, mm, I don't feel like chanting. I don't feel like reading. Eh. But when you realize that it releases you from the mindset of old age that you realize you are an eternal soul that, what is it, birth, death, old age, and disease, that all of these things that you push yourself each day so that you stay connected and associated with Krishna consciousness, even if you're doing it minimally, if you consistently do it, you'll begin to shake off those times when I don't feel like doing it to the point where you feel un- odd, you feel out of place if you don't chant, if you don't read, that it becomes a habit, a part of you, because ultimately it is a part of you. We just got a little sidetracked. And it is something, it's priceless. It is valuable. It is, no amount of Lakshmi in the world can give this to you. It is worth whatever we need to go through to connect again. Because the reward is unimaginable. But, We've had it before, we just forgot about it. And when we understand that our purpose is to serve the Lord or to serve a devotee, of uh, servant of the servant, we'll get in the habit of it. And as we change our mindset, whether we're feeling it or not, that paramatma in the heart that's watching every move that we make will help us connect with that eternal connection to Krishna. It is something that's valuable, that is so valuable, that you do whatever is necessary because the benefits are worth it. Even, yes, there, there are going to be times. And with devotees, we do come across a lot of unusual circumstances that the average person does not. But then we're going for something that the average person is not going for. We're going for our eternal connection with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, which means that if we have to, we may jump through, we may have to jump through hoops. We may have to hit the high wire or whatever it is. But we have to be of the understanding that it's worth it, which is why those times when you don't feel like it, do it anyway. It's like medicine. You don't want to take it, but take it anyway. Eh, take the first spoon, second spoon, eh, nothing. Keep taking it. You will begin to gradually feel the effects of a spirit soul who is connected to Krishna, who is connected to devotees. It's like a medicinal process. It's like taking medicine. But not necessarily it going into our mouths. It's going into our minds, 
And we have to keep doing it because it is that important. And I don't know of any devotee that hasn't come across a day or a couple of days where I am not feeling like, nope, I don't feel like chanting. Nope, don't feel like reading. Don't want to hear from a devotee. Ah, that's a mine. That's Maya playing with you. Wanting to see how serious you are. Because if you're not serious, there's no sense in being allowed to be with Krishna. So we have to prove ourselves all over again. And for the benefits that are there, it's worth it. Just keep doing it. Keep doing, keep, read. Chant. Even if you don't chant a complete round, saying, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. That is so powerful that if you don't do it 108 times, even that one time is going to have an impact because Krishna heard you. It's like when you don't chant, it's like Krishna's wondering, oh, where, where's my devotee? But when you're chanting, Krishna knows where you are, even if it's a whimper. Do it. Paramatma is there in the heart and waiting to connect with you. Do not ever, ever give up. I'm sorry I'm so wordy, but I'm I'm trying to make a, a point. Because I know that at your age and all the things that are available to you, it is difficult to stay on track. It is very difficult. I would not want to be your age ever again, especially now because the things that are available to you were not available to me when I was growing up. And if I had not, if I were not born in a family of devotees, which you were, I'd probably still be out there having a field day. It is difficult. The challenges are more in Kali Yuga. But you go through it because you know there is something higher. And it's not for everybody. But it is for you because you're questioning a point that most devotees don't want to share. There's sometimes you're not feeling it. You don't, you're not all into it. It's okay, but keep doing it anyway. Whatever you have to go through. Find a circle. Even if it's a small circle of friends. To communicate with, to call, to text, WhatsApp. That's a good connection. But my weapon, and you have to carry a weapon because, let me be specific, that weapon as a spiritual warrior are the beads, your neck beads, your japa bag. I keep that around my neck. Yes, the bag is battered and worn out, but that's my protection from the material world. And wherever I am, out at home, I can put my hand inside the bag and just chant. And now they have it where you have these gadgets where you can just click and chant. It's no hard and fast rule, as Srila Prabhupada says. No hard and fast rule. There used to be a saying, there's nothing to it but to do it. It sounds simplistic, but it is very simple. Just do it. And don't be afraid to reach out and let somebody know that you're struggling. Because you'd be amazed at how many people will give you their shoulders to lean on or give you a helping hand. That's what we devotees, that's what devotees do. I would say I'm an aspiring devotee always because we're always working on it. But, yes, never give up. Face the fact that sometimes there are going to be challenges and address them. And if there's no one immediately around to dress it with, pray to Krishna. I have never, ever prayed, and a lot of us have never, ever prayed to Krishna for help. And he has not come through. He will come through in ways that you can't imagine. Because he's the eternal loving father. And he loves you more than you'll know. I hope that helped in some way. (laughs) 
Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Gaur Prabhupada.